before we get started, I would just like to introduce you guys to the newest sponsor of the pod. Are you interested in buying or selling a house? The market is hot right now, and we got the best agent in the game. Hit up Phil Pissingrilly at Revolution Rock. That's right, our boy Phil Pissingrilly at Revolution Rock. And let me tell you something, guys. This guy is a family man. You can't go wrong going with Phil Piz. Everything he touches turns to soul. And he'll help you sell a home. He'll help you find your forever home or simply assist you in the process. Feel free to contact him at 585-313-7355 or check out his Instagram at Phil underscore Revolution Rock. Revolution Rock, Phil Pissingrilly. Look for him. He's out there. Big things coming. Yo, happy 4th. We made it on a Monday. The boys are back on a Monday. I don't want to do this right off the bat, but uh, I'm going to plug the merch. If you haven't seen our Instagram or anything, Seaboy was rocking probably the freshest tank on the 4th of July that anybody has ever seen on Canandaigua Lake. Yeah, dude. I kept getting all kinds of questions about where I got that merch. I was like, look, man, you can hit up the pod. Don't be a casual. You can hit us up. We'll, we'll figure figure something out. $20 tanks were out here slinging that piece. It was kind of crazy. So the boys went out on a boat, and you could see I had I was rocking the chocolate and vanilla. I was repping both my white and my uh, darker skinned uh, everybody, you know, my culture. And uh, we were just cruising on the boat on the pontoon. Obviously, we have a driver because we're that big now. Yeah, responsible. We're we're responsible cats, man. So I thought everybody was there to celebrate the fourth, but they were actually just celebrating the hogs. It was crazy. Yeah. So, um, dude, I love the fourth of July, to be honest with you, man. I do too. I do too. And I didn't really realize it until this year when uh I got to experience boat life. <laughs> It's a very underrated holiday because we live in, I know people will get all in their feelings about the shit that's gone on, uh, down in our country over the past year, year and a half, however long the past, you know, shit, a couple hundred years, to be honest with you, with shit that's happened in our country that people just hate. But we really do live in the greatest country in the entire world. I agree. And, uh, also, what entails with the greatest country is hot dogs and hamburgers and grilling, and that's like my forte. So the boy was all about the fourth. <laughs> yeah, the fourth rocks for food purposes, but honest to God, sometimes it just humbles you to be able to be like, you know what, there was people that fought for this country, like how this country was actually formed and shit like that is all about, you know, protecting your rights. And I, I really, I don't know, man, I'll tell you, like I said, it's definitely a humbling thing sometimes. And I think everyone along with the burgers the hots and hams just should be uh, cognizant of the reason of the fourth you know and celebrate that i completely agree you know what kind of irks me though there's always people that are always hating on something like listen this is a holiday we celebrate because of our freedoms and whatnot you guys don't have to be debbie downers if you don't like yeah. it don't celebrate it this country gives you the freedom to post that you don't like it you know, it really does give you the right. the right to post things that in other countries, 
you wouldn't necessarily be able to do. Uh, in North Korea, I heard they like ban, uh, what's that, K-pop or whatever that is? Yeah, Korean pop music. Yeah, I heard they banned that stuff. So I was actually watching a documentary. Uh, it was a wrestling documentary. I'm a, I'm a nerd like that. So I was watching. I seen that too. It's uh, yeah. Dark Side of the Ring. Yes, it was. And they went to Korea. And these people, the wrestlers that went to Korea, they were like the president or whatever they are. It's a dictator over there. It's not a president. But- a leader. Leader, yeah, forced them all to go to the show, to the wrestling match. He was like, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. It made the Super Bowl look like a JV game, which is insane to think of. You know, it, it, it really is. Dude, it is. And, and one thing that caught my attention during that documentary, and it, it's a Vice TV network documentary. So if anybody wants to check it out, go. it's on demand on Vice. You can probably YouTube it too. It's like Battle of Korea or something like that. But uh, the wrestlers were mentioning that like their phone, their phone calls were like tap. Like if they made a phone call, their government was listening in. And if they didn't like something, they went to the hotel room and they like uh, they, sat them. Them, they confronted them, sat them down yeah. in a chair. And it was all like, you can't be talking about our country like this and stuff. Yeah, and- I, Dude, I'm so glad you watched the same documentary because I'm, I'm not joking. Stuff like that really puts it into perspective about how great of a place we are in our society where we're, we're able to say how we feel, write down how we feel. We literally have a platform. It, granted, it's not big, but it's still our platform where we can talk about whatever the hell we want. It's true. And it's because we live in America. We live in the USA, the greatest place of all time. And uh, I've always been a big proponent for if you don't like it, you can leave it because you, you have that freedom. You can leave. You don't yeah. have to stay in this country if you don't want to. But, yeah. uh, but if you want to stay, that's cool, too. Just uh, keep your complaining to a minimal because, like, some of us were just trying to enjoy the fourth. Hell, yeah. We were out there on the boat, chilling, cooking up burgs, cooking up dogs. Macaroni salad was going. You know, we had a couple of adult beverages that were flowing as well. It was a good time. And uh, I don't I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but if anybody finds a uh, Mortellus at the bottom of uh, Candagua Lake, uh, I'm just going to throw her name out there right now. Yeah, Leah dropped it in. Threw it. Man. Yep, and it wasn't a good toss. I don't care what anybody says. It wasn't a good toss. I always thought beers floated, but that did not float. <laughs> it sunk right away. I couldn't even see it either. That's the worst part, like. Uh, you know when, like, uh, so this is going to be a horrible reference, but you're taking a crap and, like, you hear the poop, like, you have, a, like, a circular turn, and then it just plops right in? Yeah. That's the noise that that can made, and then it was just gone. Yeah, it was, I think, you know, the density and everything like that definitely just sunk that piece right to the bottom. Yeah, that that's unfortunate. That's a rest in peace, because that, that was actually a good beer, but... Anyways, we have all these freedoms and whatnot, but um, one thing that that has came up in recent news is uh, Shikari Richardson, and she she basically didn't have a, a couple of freedoms that Olympic athletes do not have. Yeah, she. You want to get into this one? You uh, give the whole backstory on what what the hell is going on with Shikari. I got you, but it's not going to be too detailed because I don't think there really is like too much of details. But anyways, 
so she is not allowed to to run because she popped for marijuana. That yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> that is it. Yeah, she tested positive for a strand of THC, um, which she, to her uh, kind of credit, came out and was she owned it. You know, she really did. She was like, you know, this is my mistake. Uh, I apologize. Uh, she also crushed the time that she ran uh, the 100 meters. And I don't know a damn thing about track. So I'm not going to sit here and know what a good time is. But I know she's really freaking fast. Yeah. And uh, it's very unfortunate with the situation. Do I think that she should be able to run? I I do. But here's the thing. Like, I do also feel like you, you broke the rules. So, like, that that takes away your right. Like, if you break the rule, it's the rule. And you broke it. Therefore, you're disqualified. You, you can't run. But I think in the next Olympics or something, they might want to, like, wind it back a little bit on the uh, – the drug testing, not the testing, but just the types of drugs that are popping on these uh, athletes. I'm I'm with that, actually, 100%, because I feel like if it was, say she took steroids, it's understandable why, you know, it's a performing enhancing drug. I do not think THC or marijuana is a performing enhancing drug, and the place in which she smoked it, it is illegal in that state. She smoked it in Oregon. Or, you know, I don't want to say exactly how she she came in contact with it in Maryland, because I don't know how exactly it happened. But or not Maryland, my apologies, Oregon. And it is uh, it's legal in Oregon. So she smoked it, did whatever in a state that it is legal, then got tested. Now, this is where I agree with you. If the testing is saying you cannot have this in your system you can't do it, then that's what it needs to be. You know, that's the saddest part is her goal was probably to crush it at the Olympics in this race. And she probably would have won it all too, to be honest with you, it but they're like not going to. Yeah, for sure. And she, she was like, it, she was head and shoulders above everybody else. Mm-hmm. And do I, th- I'm on the same wave as you. Do I think it's complete bullshit? Yes, I do. But they are there are rules it's the same thing as when you were in high school or college and your coaches would be like it's you guys have a curfew or something like that is the curfew going to make you any better you know at at a time no but it's a dumbass rule that they have they would call your house to ask if you were in bed and and stuff like that you know what i'm saying yep and that it, I guess it's a shitty analogy, but it's an analogy nonetheless. No, nah, it's just about the rules. Like, um, it for for anybody to be mad about her not being able to compete, like I I understand what the gripe is, but like it it's like the guidelines were there. You're an Olympic athlete. You should know what you can put in your body, what you can't. You know mm-hmm. you're getting tested. It's not a surprise test. Like all these athletes are getting tested. So like. To me, it's kind of uh, it, when you're in the Olympics, you're out to represent your country, whether you like your country, you hate it, you love it, whatever. You're there to represent your country. That's why you do the Olympics, because you're not taking a salary for the Olympics. You get paid off for sponsorships and whatnot. It's supposed to be kind of a, a prideful thing. So like for her to even know that you're in the wrong, she's owning it and whatnot. It's kind of selfish, though, that she even took it in the first place. Like You're letting a whole bunch of people down. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I think we're both on the same wave with this, 100%. We both think she should be able to run. But at the same time, we both believe that the rules need to be followed. As dumb as the rules are, you have to follow the rules. There's some rules that people have at their jobs or what have you that don't make any goddamn sense. And they, they really don't. And they have to be followed for some goddamn reason. So I'm not sure what the reason is. I'm not sure why they test for THC when it's legal in some states and legal in some countries. Um, but it's part of the rules and the rules got to be followed. It is. It, it sucks though. I, I think a lot of, uh, not only just Olympians, but like say NFL players, basketball players, all these other like uh, sports, like might reap some benefits by just saying we're not testing for it. Even MMA, like you guys get getting pot, like uh, John Jones, he got popped for it a, a while back for the THC. Cocaine, right? Well, yeah, oh, cocaine, THC. Like he had a couple of different things, but like on on fight night, as long as he's not high off his ass off it, I don't, I don't see what the issue is. Like, yeah, and this is I, I'm not in no way am I promoting any type of drugs or or any um performance enhancing drugs, anything like that at all. That's not what we're doing in any way. We're saying that I think it needs to, they need to find a way to regulate it better, especially if it's causing this much of a national stir and where she took it. She, she didn't break any criminal laws. She no. really didn't. She didn't break any criminal laws. She broke a law that is for the Olympics that she wanted to be able to run in, which she's not going to be able to run it. But she does have other races which she can compete in, I guess, yep. is from. Yeah. So hopefully she crushes it in that. And, you know, the Olympics definitely takes another look at reevaluating their, their testing. You know what I would like to see? I would like to see a uh, performance enhancing league. So I would love to see like basketball. I would love to see like a league of just guys on steroids or, or just performance enhanced, like super drugs, like just let just them go out there. Yeah. That can't be healthy. I mean, people are going to do it regardless. You look at some of these dudes that, are in movies and shit like that. They're all juiced up, all juiced up. Right, you, you know, you you can't tell me the Rock isn't all juiced up. Whoa, dude! I'm that, not that, coming at you. I'm telling you, you know, he's that, in. These that's movies. forbidden waters, bro. I'm just saying. I'm saying some of these dudes definitely use the roids on the regular, and I'm not saying that's healthy. I definitely don't. Um, condone that shit because i don't know man the, the heart stuff and things like that it's just i don't know it's a little much it is much but i, I would just like to see what uh a bunch of super athletes could do just like just one year maybe even a game just what complete roided out people could do especially like in mma and stuff i would love to watch a fight between two roided it. dudes see i don't think you could do it in mma that would be the one sport you couldn't do it in because you can actually physically like harm someone. So if you're like the if Russian both guys, Rocky, both guys are in it, they like, would have to like sign off on that shit because that's okay. crazy. But but hear me out on this one. The Russian versus Rocky. That's like, OK, if we know the underdog is going to win and stuff, but Rocky's probably going to get his butt whooped and then he's going to come back. Imagine a Russian versus a Russian. Bro, that fight would have been worthwhile. I would have paid for that fight. Both of them just on Roy's just out here. 
Because, like, put it this way. I'm, I'm just trying to say the Russian versus Rocky, I'm trying to stream it. The Russian versus the Russian, I'm paying for that. You're buying that pay-per-view? Oh, yeah. Interesting. That's, that's, that's you know, you definitely didn't sway me. I'm probably still going to uh, – I don't know if I'm even going to stream that. I'll probably just look on Instagram later like I do with Jake Paul's fights. <laughs> Man, speaking of fights, dude, McGregor versus Poirier coming up. The card is phenomenal. It's stacked. Yeah. Who, who you got in that uh the Dustin and Connor fight? I got McGregor first round knockout. Ooh, I think he okay. knocks I think he knocks him out. If he doesn't knock him out in the first round, uh Poirier gets the dub. Okay, okay. This is a, a fight that I would not bet on, but I since you're taking Connor, just to make things interesting. I'm gonna take Dustin. I'm gonna go yeah. with Dustin in the third. I'll tell you, if it goes anywhere past the first, I think uh Poirier definitely has the upper upper hand. I think so too. But man, if he comes out and kicks the leg again, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, he's gotta be prepared for that, man. I'll tell yeah. you, MMA is a better sport when Conor McGregor is out there. Just no matter what. He's got the mic skills, he's charismatic, he's you know, the way he carries himself, everyone thinks he's just a cool dude. I'll tell you, top coolest athletes of all time, he has to rank Michael Jordan's number one. Just Michael Jordan is like so effortlessly cool, it's insane. And then I would say two is uh, Conor McGregor. That's a tough one for me. I, I put Conor McGregor definitely in my top five, but number two for me that made like sports just cool and stuff would be Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson would be up there, too. And I'll tell you who else in the baseball realm. I'm not everyone who knows me knows. I don't know shit about baseball. I suck. I struck out every time I was up there. Ken Griffey Jr., man, the backwards hat, the swing, yep. just so much swag. He would be up there, too. Then if we're if we're going to take one more guy, because I said McGregor would be my top five, I'd also have to put Deion Sanders just a little bit ahead of him. Agreed. Deion Sanders just brought swag in two sports, like – yeah, you're an FSU guy too. So, I, um, but I agree with you. I mean, those are five athletes that I would say definitely are in in a realm of their own of just being so just cool dudes. Oh yeah, and, and there's something about these uh, guys who go out there and they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna knock them out in the first round," and then go and do it. Not too many guys do that. That's what McGregor pretty much made a career off of is just calling his fights, calling his shot. Yeah, speaking it into existence. Hell yeah, man. So, yeah, excited for that. Hopefully we get to watch it. Um, I also got some other breaking news from the boat. Uh, KB off furlough. He's going to be back on the pod, hopefully, if he answers our call next week. KLO's back. So that's going to be a big thing for the pod. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited. We're going to bring some new stuff to the pod coming up. Hopefully we get a, get some plans rolling we would like to bring a female on if uh anybody listening knows a female who might want to uh join the pod hit us up the full time we should put out like a help wanted ad That's any true. female who regularly wants to join the pod be a, a regular guest just because we need a woman's perspective you know and i've told i was told by a lot of people that we agree on too much shit so it might just bring another level of, okay, these two agree. Boom. Let me get a different perspective, which I don't hate. So if you want to be a female and hop on the pod, come through. It's also, a hot girl summer. If you just disagree with us all the time too, 
give us a call. We'll have you on. We'll have some good conversations because obviously the best converse- conversations come when people don't disagree. But, mm-hmm. but we always are agreeing on everything. So it's good time. Good time. But I also got one more piece of news before we move on. I put out a, uh, a little feeler about, you know, college athletes, man, where uh, they started to get like they're able to get funded and stuff like that. Well, I put out a little thing kind of like Barstool. If anybody wants to be a hog nation, uh, represent us in sports and whatnot. And I got two guys right off the bat DM DM'd it. Tyler Smith and Jim Morasco, baseball players. A hog team. athlete. Oh, we got hog athletes, bro. We're, we're legit now. Some people are signed to Rock Nation. Some people are signed to Hog Nation. Let's go. Shout out Shout out these boys. So that's a huge shout out. We'll, we'll get more deets along the way. We'll probably, uh, I'll, I'll work on some, get a little announcement page going. But those those are the boys right now. If anybody else wants to join, you have to be a college athlete. Hell, you know what? Maybe a softball athlete. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what brings us, you know? We're just yeah, rolling with sure. flow. Throw you guys some tanks, man. But, uh, yeah, so I just want to segue into that because college athletes can get paid now. That's insane, dude. Yeah, I'll tell you. So the first thing that came to my mind when that popped up was they better, better give Reggie Bush his goddamn Heisman back. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Never should have been taken away in the first place. Yes, and we're agreeing again. And here we are just agreeing. And- <laughs> but, dude, there's no shot. Reggie Bush, honest to God, other than Tim Tebow, probably the most. And I would uh, – you might be able to put him in the same breath. Reggie Bush was the most electric college football player ever. And the- people are not going to erase that from my mind. Just that, the way he did things. Definitely of our time period. I, I can't talk about – the football players from like the past OJ like, Simpson and shit like that at USC. Right. But like out of out of all the players that we grew up watching, Reggie Bush was the first to be like all over the field and like just every everything that he was doing, moving side to side and that kind of stuff. He was just a different athlete. Yeah. When they when they said he's getting his Heisman taken away, that kind of irks me because that was a time in our kind of especially us we were in high school we were coming into our own loves football everything like that so I like idolized this dude I, I was every every highlight was like oh, that's who I want to watch is Reggie Bush I want to watch Reggie Bush highlights I don't want to watch there was NFL players I didn't want to watch them because they weren't as cool as Reggie Bush Reggie Bush was phenomenal in college and then when they said that they were taking his Heisman away because his family had a house in Malibu that I'm sure Alabama does the same thing for 95% of their recruits. He gets in trouble for it. I thought it was complete hogwash. Hogwash for sure. I just remember anytime Reggie touched the ball, you knew something cool was going to happen. Whether it be mm-hmm. a hurdle, spin move, juke, whatever it was, you just knew something was going to pop off. Yeah. Reggie was the one sideline to sideline. This dude would run 50 yards a game, five yards, and you would think it would be the coolest run of all time. I mean, how he made Carson Paul, not Carson Paul, he made, uh, what's his name? Matt, Matt Liner. Matt Liner. He made Matt Liner look good. Yeah. That was all Reggie Bush. Oh, yeah. I think this paying the athlete thing, or being, it's not paying the athlete, it's being able to capitalize on your own 
jerseys and stuff yeah. like that. The NCAA has been making money for so goddamn long off these players that I think it's time, man. I think it was time a long time ago before this. Yeah, this is long but overdue. I, I got a question for you. Who do you think, as a college athlete from the past, would have benefited the most from this rule? Johnny Manziel. Yeah. I, I, I think the the aura that followed Johnny and, like, just his attitude and then – his celebrity status at was like almost overnight. I think he could have capitalized the most. Like imagine Johnny saying, all right, I'm going to go sign autographs at the mall for maybe 10 bucks an autograph. Can you imagine the line that would be out there? Oh, I would have drove my ass down there to college station. Absolutely. And then they can accept like uh, if a, a rapper or some sort of musician or anything wants them at their concert, they can accept those tickets. Right. Like, cool. Yeah, I'll be there courtside tickets to any other games that are going on like i think johnny was already doing that but if you would have given him off the leash and everything he would have 100 and i think he he did an interview where at with bussin actually where yeah, he well, actually mentioned it like he what he did do it anyways but yeah, imagine, he got like thirty thousand for signing jerseys in like an hour's worth of time yeah dude so imagine if he didn't have to do that undercover i think he would have been well, he'd be rich as hell, probably a lot more rich than he is now. Right. I, what do you think? I think Manziel is a good one. I definitely think he would have been up there, once again, agreeing with you. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to say, dude, and this might just be a recency bias, um, Zion Williamson, was he took over college sports. And the way he dunked, the way he did everything, I think he would have capitalized – very I just remember that NCAA tournament when they played uh UCF like every single thing he did he yep. could have like farted on the court and people would have been like Zion Williamson's the next Michael Jordan he is the greatest thing of all time so and uh, I just think he would have made so much money doing that that that's without yeah. a doubt and uh if we have to name a lower end guy who probably could have benefited 10 times more from this than like so like johnny and zion those are obvious right like yeah they, they pretty much changed the culture uh a guy that i think would have benefited too and because you brought it up taco fall dude he has that sideshow presence because he's so dang tall imagine him like just doing anything autographs uh shoot over taco type of thing like he could have used his name for everything too like merchandise the taco, oh, yeah. like taco Tuesdays or something like he could have done whatever he wanted and had a good time with that. That would have been a cool one. Yeah. I mean, we could go on and on. Brian Bosworth, I feel like would be someone oh who God. definitely he just watching the documentaries, obviously, because he was around in what the 80s, 90s. Yep, Early. Yeah, I was. I mean, you know, we didn't know football. then. No, but looking at the documentaries, I didn't realize he was as big as he was. That's kind of something where, and he went to a massive school, Oklahoma, where it's hundreds of thousands of people. So at, at playing the linebacker, like, <laughs> yeah. And he played the bad guy. He was like yep. a guy who played the heel in football. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So one guy that would be near and dear to my heart that I think, probably could have made millions and millions of dollars is uh, Colt Brennan. 
the uh, the aura he had with the University of Hawaii. I, I think the Hawaiian people would have paid a lot of money just to get like small glimpses and pictures with him and everything. And I think he could have profited a lot more than he did. Mm-hmm. That that Hawaii team in general, I felt like were all beasts, man. They had uh, Devon Bass. They had dude. That team was serious, man. Yeah, it, it was a fun time to be a Hawaii fan, but it is what it is. June Jones offense. So with this being said, what do you think this does to the G League? I think it. That's a great question. I think. Honestly, they may have done this to try to prevent players from going to just the G League or to go like they kind of sounds bad. But LaMelo Ball kind of got screwed by this. If you ever oh, watch yeah. Ball in the house, he yeah. wanted to go to college. And then he was hurt when he realized he couldn't go to college because he played on a professional Lithuanian team. And then he also had his own shoe deal at 16, which kind of were things that his father were doing and. He at 16 years old, you're doing what your parents say. You're 16. You're not a grown ass man at that point. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of unfair. So hopefully it kind of helps people like that, that are, he was a superstar at like probably 10, 12 years old. So hopefully it helps these superstars to be like, okay, I can go to college and try to live like, you know, a normaler life where I can still get paid as opposed to, oh, I got to go overseas or I can't go to college because I accepted. I saw something that Miles Bridges got suspended a game and then had to pay uh, $40 to community service because he took a $40 dinner. He didn't pay for a $40 dinner because someone was like, no, it's on the house. You're good. Like you're an athlete here. Jesus Christ. He got suspended a game and they made him pay $40. So he tweeted out, I want my $40 back. And, and, and well safe. deserved. He deserves yeah. it back. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, uh, seriously though, like the, these kids, they they sacrifice their bodies for their schools, and like, I get, I get the uh, the rules and logistics and everything, but like to not be able to own your own name, of all things. Yeah, like that's I so bad. Think the documentary that really put it in perspective was the. Fab Five documentary, and they yeah. talk about Chris Weber and how Chris Weber said he didn't have money to get pizza, but he saw people wearing four Michigan jerseys all over. It's true. And then back in those days, you couldn't even order jerseys from China. Like people were buying the real four jerseys, you know? Yeah. Not the replica ones or whatever. They were, and those are expensive. So you look at it like the college is the one that's getting all that money, not the player who busted his ass he's the one on sports center doing everything he's got to do the college is making that money on him i kind of feel bad for terrell prior too because looking back on it the kid was just selling stuff to like he's just trading up you know and and homie just gets a, a bad rat for it but like it, it was his stuff it was his rings that he sold yeah and everything he won like, those and he won those he earned those and just because yeah. he didn't want them no more doesn't mean like he's a bad person like he had to do what he wanted to do to to level up in the world yeah he sold those to get tattoos right yeah yeah i mean to each his own if that's something you want to do it's you know it's your property yeah I, he wasn't getting free tattoos you know what i mean 
Like he, he yeah. wasn't breaking any laws. He wasn't. Or NCAA laws, we should say. No, I'm glad that they're paying athletes as they should, and I think it's something that should have happened a long time ago. I think everyone's kind of on the board with that. Sick of the big universities taking advantage of the kids that go to their school. Oh, yeah, it, it was some crap. But um, we got we got the NBA finals, man. Who, yeah, we didn't call those either, by the way. Who, who would have saw sucked. these teams making it to the NBA finals? Not us with our dog shit analysis. So we got the Bucks and the Suns. So this is a, a Giannis list Bucks team who ended up winning two in a row without their best player. Is it a is he out for the finals too? Uh not for the whole finals, but I, I'm just talking on the fact that for the last two games, like I mean, the the Hawks were missing Trey Young. Mm-hmm. They they didn't have a healthy Trey Young, so I get it, but Giannis is such a huge part of that team. Like he's the face of the franchise. Everything in between ended up. Oh, yeah. Middleton, and I'll tell you, Drew Holiday stepped up big. Yep. Drew Holiday's a dog. Defensively, if you watch him, that's they, sh- they should show young kids just defensive tapes of Drew Holiday. He's an absolute dog. Who, someone else stepped up for him, too. Was it uh, T? Brooke Lopez had 33 in game, uh, game five. You shaded on Brooke Lopez in the chat. I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. No, dude, I've been pretty hot on my my NBA takes. Whatever I say, just bet the opposite, and you'll you'll make a shitload of money. Oh man, but it it feels good to see CP three making it through. Uh, yeah, for sure. That that whole Suns organization, they did it the right way. They didn't have the major major signings or anything like that. They mm-hmm. they just fought through, and honestly, they just got hot. I'll tell you, this is the perfect. The perfect thing, media sh- like really crapped on Giannis for signing an extension there, saying, hey, you have no role players. You're not going to end up going anywhere. It shows you don't need the big three. You don't need LeBron and, you know, whoever else, AD and people who are just going to get hurt all the time. You can win with a group who you put together and worked your ass off to, to win. There's a special kind of chemistry with both these teams, I, in my opinion, that uh, that I think it's going to be a fun finals. I, I hope Giannis is back, though. That's the only thing. Yeah, I wish both teams could win. <laughs> Just ah. give them both the chip. Who, who, do you, who are you taking, though? That's the question. I want Milwaukee to win. If I were to bet, I would bet the Suns. Okay. I think okay. the Suns are just a better team. I don't really think athletically Brooke Lopez not shitting on him just saying I don't think athletically he matches up well with uh Aiton so I think Aiton's gonna eat him up I think Devin Booker needs to be guarded by Drew Holiday just because if he gets hot I think the Suns could definitely just absolutely destroy him yeah I can see that happen Chris Paul is just he's gonna give you that you know, 16, 17 points, nine assists, and five boards. He's going to give you a, just a very solid – and not turn the ball over, which is the most important part of your point guard is not having a lot of turnovers. I'm, I'm taking the Suns in that one. I uh, I think – I just like the way they built their team. Milwaukee built it the same way, don't get me wrong. But there's mm-hmm. something about watching a veteran point guard like Chris Paul be able to uh, uplift a younger squad and just – Go for it, cause like teams started not wanting Chris Paul around. Like 
the Rockets kind of just got rid of him out of the blue. The Rockets, I don't know if you noticed this. The Rockets tried to scapegoat a lot of fucking people. They yeah. tried to scapegoat Chris Paul. They tried to scapegoat Russell Westbrook. They tried to scapegoat Carmelo Anthony. And then finally, James Harden, they realized, oh, okay, well, he doesn't want to be here anymore. Like, they never scapegoated him. They just, you know, yeah. left him. And then Chris Paul was with the Thunder beforehand, too. Like, who they did well last year because, and they did well. So, like, why, yeah. I, why not sign him? Like, I, I don't get that. So, I, I just like the fact that he, he picked a team, he rolled with it. Chemistry is good. Uh, I like the fact that Booker is kind of taking over the league because mm-hmm. he's a superstar, but he's not the LeBron James, he's not the Giannis. But he's slowly he's gonna make a name for himself if he wins this uh, final. You think he can break the Jenner Kardashian curse? I think that'd be more impressive than him actually getting <laughs> a ring. Is breaking that damn curse? I, I hope he does. So all he has to do really now is he's ready in the finals. He just got to stay away from cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah. Well, what's his name? Lamar Odom. He had the big issue with cocaine too. Oh, I yeah, I wasn't sure where you were going with that i was completely i didn't know that's what he overdosed on oh i don't know if it was overdosing on uh cocaine but i know at the whorehouse he was at the whore what you're just you're just going all out on this podcast no that that's where he was at though right yeah i think it's called the bunny ranch i don't know if you can just whip out saying it's a whorehouse but go ahead do your thing well what is it then I mean, it's it's like a brothel, but I don't know. And, and what's a brothel? That's the whorehouse. Uh, yeah, I'm not cussing or anything. I'm not shitting on their uh, their uh, profession, but it, it is, is what the it oldest is. profession in the uh, oldest profession in something. I think the world or something. Yeah, dude, it's it's uh, been tested by time. It's it's out there. Yeah, <laughs> but. It, it it is what it is. It was a happy fourth, and we are bringing this podcast on a Monday, so we didn't miss it. But uh, I, I have a feeling majority of our listeners will be listening to this on a Tuesday morning. Hey, but that's a good way to get, to be honest with you, it's a good way to get the week started because a lot of people have Monday off because how the week falls. If July 4th is on a Sunday, you get that Monday off. That's true. So, we're still coming to you at the beginning of the week, baby. Don't get mad. And buy a tank. Buy a tank, tank. damn it. (laughs) But all right, guys. Hug out. Hug out.